Hello? Howdy. You almost mm. didn't get me tonight. I thought I might have to work. Oh, yeah? Yeah, actually, I called uh, 15 minutes ago, and nobody seemed to be home. Just because I thought I'd try to, to beat the... Uh, those floor cleaners <laughs> from last week. So. so are you still in the in the hallway to the bathroom? Yeah, I'm just uh, trying another little maneuver with the phone. It sounded pretty good. It definitely sounds better overall. Man, though, just uh, just by coincidence today, um, I uh, just had like a big Pepsi and I was like, I better run to the bathroom. So I went to the little bathroom near where I am and it just smelled really awful. And like, you know, there was like a toilet that was clogged up or something. So I was like, okay, nuts to this. And I went to the other bathroom on the other end of the building. And as soon as I went in, uh, the uh, water immediately started just like pouring all over the floor. And I heard a guy in a stall just going like, oh, man. <laughs> so, so, so I just came back to this original bathroom and just held my breath. <laughs> just bad bathroom luck today. <laughs> it was just the weirdest timing. It's like I'm in a movie or something. Like I triggered it by going in. I remember that happened once in... Uh, in New York, there's this girl, Amy, from uh, Halifax that was visiting, and I was just helping her get back to uh, her hostel one night in Manhattan, and we were in the subway, and, like, as soon as we turned a corner, the biggest rat in the world, like, ran out uh, in front of us and ran across a sleeping homeless guy. Oh, God. <laughs> and I remember she said the same thing. She's just like, like, how is this real life? Like, how is this not a movie set? And like, oh, here they come. Release the rat. Like... And I'm like, because New York is garbage. <laughs> like, people think I'm exaggerating, but I was not. That place is messed up. But especially because she's also like a maritimer, you know, with just our crisp, beautiful alpine world. <laughs> you know, you go to that place and it's like, holy God. We've had a few little rats around. Well, we haven't had them now. We had to get an exterminator in. Never had rats here before, but uh, uh, this last fall, I... I heard something rattling around in the kitchen one night. It was in that, that we have a bin that's over by the corner, by the little window in the kitchen. Right. Um, and I thought, what the heck is that? So anyway, I, I opened the back door, and then I closed the other doors in the house, thinking, well, whatever it is, you know. <laughs> so then uh, a couple of days later, I noticed on the stairway, uh, going down to the cellar, these kind of, like they looked, I mean, they weren't giant turds, but they were, like, big for birds or anything like that so uh i went online and i looked them up and it was rat dirt i said holy freak we got rats down there oh so it's even like rats it's not not even mice no they were it was rats so we hired in because mice would be very tiny tiny little droppings right now there's a big difference between mice and rats for sure so we got the we never saw any other than that night of hearing them whatever that was rattling around in the kitchen but i suspect it was a rat that was in the bin so um, anyway, we got the exterminator in and uh, closed off the cellar for most of the winter, just didn't go down there. So we got him back in the spring and he went around, he said there weren't any and he didn't find any. They must have gone out, like left. Um, and Neil had gone, or Neil and Art Wood had gone around and closed up any holes that they might that they saw in the foundation. But then in the spring, I was down there cleaning up there a month or two ago and there were two dead ones. Now they weren't giant. They, they certainly weren't giant rats, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, there was a story, I, can't, I think it was Jay Moore, he's an actor, and he uh, he was filming a scene for some movie. There's like this uh, sort of famous stretch in Manhattan where the whole street is all Indian restaurants, and the joke everybody makes is like, you know, is this like all these restaurants, do they all just combine into the same kitchen in the back? Like it's just weird that they're all together. 
but that's how it always is you know like the all like in toronto all the uh antique stores are together or whatever so no, he was in one of these restaurants filming a scene like at night and they have uh, these big grills that they leave on all the time at a low heat like i guess it's somehow cheaper to just keep the heat on at a low level all night and they're in the middle of filming this scene and he said one of these big like horrifying new york rats just kind of fell out of a uh out of a you know a pipe or something from the ceiling and kind of fell on the hot grill and just was like yeah and ran away and he's like yep this is this is a, a restaurant in, in new york and this is what happens and nobody gets to see in the back yeah gross <laughs> man the other thing that blew my mind though about rats is uh until just recently uh alberta didn't have any like, they didn't. Yeah, it sounds crazy, right? Because you're just like, well, rats. I mean, rats are everywhere. Yeah, you figure they'd live in green bins and that kind of stuff. Yeah, they're just like unstoppable and totally like insane. Like rats, uh, like you hear these stories about rats like swimming through uh, like toilet uh, yeah. t- things that, that they don't even know if they can make it to the end, but they'll just try it because they're rats and they're fucking crazy, <laughs> you know? But apparently rats really did still like they're they're resilient but they still had to spread like they came over on ships and stuff and then they spread across north america so they had this just this really harsh anti-rat regiment kind of going on in alberta where uh because of the cold winters and because of the long distances between towns and because of the, just like this institutionalized vigilance they didn't have rats like literally no rats until the last like 10 or 20 years they've started to finally make their way in it's just weird, right? Because I guess I guess it makes sense if you just don't let rats, you know, ever progress through your province. Then there you go. But but how do you stop them? And I guess ultimately they can't. But that blew my mind, though. I was like, that has to be a made-up urban legend. And I looked it up, and it was really true. Apparently, they're very <coughs> intelligent creatures. Yeah, I, I remember that white one you had. I thought, you know, he was kind of a nifty little dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a good example, though. Like, remember we tried to keep that rat from burrowing into the mattress and you just couldn't you couldn't yeah. stop it so I mean, and eventually that's where he died yeah we actually just recently did for joel's birthday have you ever heard of these things that are called uh, room escape games where it's like you're you're in a room and you've got to solve a bunch of puzzles and you've got an hour to figure out how to get out of the room and uh we almost got to the end but the final like puzzle we had to sort out was how to we had to block uh, a rat hole and all we had was, uh, or what we were supposed to do, see, we, we ran out of time and we had all these different options, we couldn't figure it out, but we were supposed to put, uh, like, not duct tape, but like that red tape that's like duct tape over a mouse hole to stop this mouse or this rat or whatever. And it never occurred to me because I was like, that wouldn't stop a, a mouse or a rat. That wouldn't, like, you know, it can chew through anything. Like, that is not going to stop it. What they told us to use was that uh, that spray. We, we, it's like spray insulation foam, and it solidifies into a great big gob. So if you go around the outside of our house now, okay, yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, if you go around our house, you see big gobs of this yellow foamy insulation, like stuck out of the foundation, real attractive. <laughs> Well, I guess it's beats having rats, though. So apparently it works because I mean they won't chew through that. They apparently won't chew through that styrofoam. I'll have to see. I mean, we also had uh, the apartment that me and Erica had in Vancouver. One of the ones it uh, it had it wasn't rats; it was just mice. But it had quite a few, quite a bad mouse problem. And we found out later it's because the lady who lived next door 
just basically lived there for ages and never threw away her garbage. She just had garbage like at, up to knee height kind of everywhere in the apartment. So, and she was right next to us. So yeah, that'll, that'll cause some rats. We had a big, serious rat problem when uh, uh, I lived at, Neil and I lived at the bottom of the University Hill. I might have told you this before. There was a house there right at the bottom of the hill. It's gone now. Yeah, I remember you pointing out, yeah, like where Oldest it was. house in Fredericton, apparently. And when you look at the old maps of Fredericton when the uh, university was first built in 17, I think it's 45 or 85 or something, that house is marked on the map. Wasn't it like right by the train tracks? Right by the train tracks. And there was a big, there's a big gully in there that's always full of water, oh, crap water. Right. <laughs> so um, anyway, uh, we first discovered it. Uh, I was coming home from university one day and it, we had, there was a porch on the front. And we had apples stored in the porch because Grandfather McNally had been to visit and he always got a ton of apples. So here was this big basket of, of uh, stuff. And the lady that lived upstairs told me. She said, I came down there and there was a rat there. And she kind of freaked it. And I thought, oh, well, no, she didn't do that. But I took the apples inside just in case. So then one night, um, I was in the bathtub and I could hear this rooting outside the house. And I said, what the heck is that? So I went outside. There was nothing there, no bushes or anything brushed against the house. But that's what it sounded like. Anyway, it turned out that uh, later we discovered that it was rats under the bathtub. Well, down in our basement, there was this big sump hole and sump pump that always continually walked. It was a terrible place to live. Little <laughs> dump. <laughs> so, uh, Neil saw a rat down there. I was going to say, at least it's real close to the university, right? Like, yeah, and there be... was always water that would come down off the campus and collect in this gully. Oh, so I guess that's not a bonus. What was your? Do you remember what your rent was? Oh, well, it wasn't that cheap no. because it was close to the university, so we <laughs> right. got charged quite a bit. Yeah, that does suck. So we put them, we put traps down, and then we started catching them. Oh my God, they were big. Right. So if so, Neil would take them up and put them on the railroad track. So when the train went by, because it shunted outside our place all the time, it would you know kill these rats. First, he threw one up on the roof, and I <laughs> got to go up there and get that because I because yeah, they were full of warfare, right? And I didn't want birds to eat them because that would kill the birds. So yeah, that is he not. He threw them on the roof. I said, "Get up there and get that off there." So we did. It's not a very so, forward-thinking uh, solution. <laughs> put it on the railroad track so that the trains kind of obliterated it. Because winter was coming on, we couldn't dig holes and bury the darn things. And besides that, they were full of warfare. <laughs> well, we must have caught. Eight, they're full of I, what? I'm going to say eight or ten what is in that? about a month. And the last one that we got was just before Christmas time. The snow it had snowed, and we were down having a drink before we wrote a, wrote an exam. And we had a drink downtown and walked home and decided, well, maybe we should just go and check the basement. And, he, and that one was, oh man, he was a big sucker. <laughs> so we had to hold on to him for a while until. Uh, the train went by about 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night, so we could dispose of his remains. But That's and then sick. that was the end. <laughs> we, we lived there another year after that, and we didn't seem to have any problem. I guess. I mean, I guess that that works, but that is a pretty gross. It's a pretty gross solution. What was that word that you said? They're full of warfarin. Warfarin. Oh, that, that was that the is. poison that we. Oh, okay, we, all right. Yeah, we put poison down. Now, see, I would trap them now, but no, I wouldn't trap them either. I wouldn't want them squealing at me. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, you can't really do, a, like with spiders and stuff, where you do the catch and release. Like, if you do that with a rat, you just will run right back in your house. Like, there's no point. And we couldn't afford an exterminator like we did this time. We just, This time when they came along, I said, I'm not playing with any of that freaking poison. <laughs> just hire some guy and get him to come in here and do his thing. 
I don't want to. I don't want to be here. I don't want to see it. I was kind of thinking that with my apartment now is like, it's all just um, these weird little like slow pill bug things and uh, occasionally like a gross centipede looking thing. So I mean, none of them are like hurting or anything. It's just demoralizing. There's so many of them. Like every time I get up and I turn on the light in the bathroom, there's always going to be two or three just crawling around and. And I was like, I guess they're not hurting anything, but I wonder if I should try to get some kind of a poison or something. But I mean, I don't know. It's just, I just hate seeing them every day. Living in a basement sucks. <laughs> it's just... Yeah, they're not earwigs, are they? No, no. They're like, they're just like these little brown, little, I don't know. They're, no, they're definitely not. They're just your sort of garden variety, just like out, out in your backyard, little, little bug things that just keep getting in somehow. But yeah, I don't know. Um... I guess that's all I had to say about bugs and rats. <laughs> so. The vermin. Yeah, this whole week, man, it passed by super fast. I got um, like a sore throat on Monday, so I've just been staying away from everybody and just uh, sort of staying inside. I'm feeling quite a bit better now. I still got like cough drops in my mouth, but man, this whole week just like boom, just gone. Just a lot of recuperating and stuff. Well, I've just been on the overwork load, so anyway. <laughs> don't have enough work and then you get swamped yeah and i guess uh, i guess i got a couple little things i could blab about but i don't know just uh yeah just because i i really am energy free from being sick so well we've had our vermin talk this week so yeah um well let me just let my brain idle for a moment oh well i guess one thing i kind of wanted to ask you about is um just when you were uh talking last week about going to vegas by yourself because your friend uh, couldn't make the trip and uh, that just combined a bit with this article that I saw online that this thing just kind of blew my mind a little bit where it was uh, it was like 10 things you should do on your own before you die. You know, one of those bucket list type things. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I was expecting like, you know, go bungee jumping or I don't know, go parachute out of a, a you know, a plane or just crazy stuff because they they talked it up so big like to do before you die. Do it at least once. And the whole article was utterly mundane stuff, like go to a movie by yourself, go to a restaurant by yourself. And yeah, I was like, I've done all that. Yeah, I was like, are you kidding? Are there people that go their whole lives always hooked to somebody's hip? Like but there they, definitely are. Man, I mean, the, the, to the point where you need to do an, an internet article, like just do it once. Just go to a restaurant one time. <laughs> like, man, that's it's that old story bananas. of like a... Like, women especially are, are, are very bad for it. Like, uh, okay, you're out at a bar or something, a woman's got to go to the washroom, can't go alone. Got to right. have the friend go with her. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I guess I do remember, I think the first time I remember going to, like, a restaurant by myself, it was when Mama's Pub was still down on Main Street. And I remember I was coming back from working at the comic shop, so I was, like, you know, in my late teens, 16 maybe, 17 and I just remember it was like wing day and I really wanted to go get wings but I was nobody was with me and I remember I did feel a little weird I d distinctly remember like walking in by myself and then hanging out at the pub to drink wings or drink wings eat wings like it did feel a little weird but that was it it felt a little weird the first time and then there you go and just like yeah, it's wow. like it's like you think that people are going to think you look weird because you're alone. But right. you know what? I don't think anybody else cares enough to even care one way or the other. But in your own mind, it's like, oh, everybody's looking at me. They think I'm alone. Right. Guess what? You are alone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like, get over it. 
and nobody cares anyway. Yeah, and the movie thing surprised me too. Like I've started this little thing lately of like a little movie club of just people that I know. I, you know, just added, it's like a little Facebook thing where there's like, you know, I just see if people want to go see whatever the big, the big summer blockbuster movies are and shit, just, just so we'll have a little gang to go. But then, uh, you know, I saw there was some movie that Brad told me was good and I was walking by a theater the other day, so I just went by myself. I'm like, well, I don't need to round up a posse just for every stupid thing. So, yeah, I just thought that was interesting because uh, obviously going going to Las Vegas on your own, like that's, that's significantly more than just a movie or a, or a restaurant or something. How, how long you know was what? that trip? If, if I'd had time to really think about it, you might have bailed about out. it, I probably might not have done it, but uh, it was a last minute thing, like the day before, we'd already had the flight paid for and everything, and she was like, I can't go, and I'm like, gee, I don't know, hey, geez, like what a bummer, and then I said, oh, what the hell, I'm going anyway, right. so screw ya, <laughs> <laughs> so I did, and I had a wonderful time. How long were you there? I was there for four days. That's pretty long, pretty long time. Yep. But I could go where I wanted, when I wanted to go. I could lay around in bed in the middle of the night and get up and watch movies if I wanted to. Um, I, if I, I didn't have to wait around. That's, that's one thing you guys probably don't appreciate it so much because when you want to go, you just go. But women have to comb their hair, brush their teeth, put on their makeup, stick around, put on their chain, change their clothes, all this stuff. It's like, God, just go. Like, nobody even knows who you are, so what difference does it make? So that was nice because oh, I wanted. Yeah, I was going to say that doesn't that doesn't describe you in particular. But I, I guess you were talking about if you had gone with her. You oh, mean. if I if I if I I would have spent a lot of time just waiting around. Right. Now I remember. Like I'm going off next weekend with my girlfriends. We're going down to St. Stephen. I'm going to go over to Callis and muck around on the state of Maine for a bit. But we will not just be able to say, "Hey, let's go get in the car and let's go." It'll be there'll be all this preparation and somebody will have to go to the bathroom and somebody else will have to go to the bathroom somebody else will have to go to the bathroom um it'll be fun but it'll be a, it'll be a waiting game whereas yeah. i'm one of these like hey let's just go get him come on let's go get in the car let's go <laughs> right <laughs> you know somebody just uh, i remember it was always kind of i always kind of remembered this of just like yeah that that side of of life of like wanting to be all made up all the time that i never think of is a uh, Somebody I knew was like, I gotta, I gotta get home by like 7 p.m. because I've got to do my nails and it takes two hours for them to dry and blah blah blah. And it's just like, what is this world? <laughs> like, what are you even talking about? That is really weird to me. But yeah, I guess, I guess that's how you get your nails done, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but yeah, no, I can definitely see that. Where uh, I mean, I guess I did the super severe version of it, like when I moved to Vancouver by myself. Like that was kind of like. Like, uh, it took, you know, it took a f- three months maybe before I really started having people to hang out with. So that was like a, a super long solo vacation <laughs> in a way. And yeah, I don't know. It's like, it's a little weird, but it's not so bad. And once you do it once, I mean, then you've got no qualms about doing that again. See, I'd have no problem with doing that again. Yeah. Yeah, no, I always hear that, actually, about if I ever somehow got it together enough to go overseas or something. Like, everything I've heard about that is, like, it's just way better to do it by yourself because it's just, like, flexible and you can just find hostels and just places to stay and it's all just easy. Whereas even having one other person, just it just changes the nature of it. Like, it's not fluid anymore. So, yeah, I don't know, it's weird. It's like, 
I guess, uh, well, I guess maybe it's like this winter I kind of, I kind of have been shoring up my, my social connections a little more and like, oh, I really should make more of an effort to hang out with people and, you know, stay connected and blah, blah, blah. But fundamentally, like, okay, I did that. Now, now I'm settling kind of back into, I think more how I naturally am of like, yeah, okay, that's good to have in your back pocket, but, but I can't just be like that all the time. <laughs> you know, it's just way easier to be, just do stuff. Yeah, like kind of on your own, I find. I guess we're just kind of basically antisocial. Yeah, although that makes a lot of sense that it really was just like that. That trip just changed right at the end. Like it would have been. I think a lot weirder if you did, like, set that up. Like, all right, I'm going to Vegas all by myself. <laughs> Next yeah. to everyone. It's, it's, it's probably something I wouldn't have done. But anyway, it, it was, uh, I had a good time. Yeah. Got lost a few times. almost took the wrong bus back to the airport to, to leave. And, but I hate that it, it all worked out. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's the thing, too, is, like, uh, I don't know, like, what's the, what's the worst that can happen type of thing? Like, if you miss a bus, or even if you miss a flight, or whatever, like, it'll all kind of sort out. Did I tell you about how, um, maybe I brought it up on this podcast, I don't remember, but the time that me and Matt Jenkins went to the States with no luggage? Yes, you've told me about going with no luggage, and of course, that's very suspicious. Yeah, but man, it was, it was great, like, it really was, like, it's just a thing nobody does, but, but realistically, you know, if you need... You need new socks, you need, you can buy a whole new wardrobe, like anything that you need is in stores that you can just get anywhere. Like there's really no need to be lugging all this crap around. Like, well really, what is it? It's like, oh, my toothbrush and stuff, like you can get all that stuff. So that was kind of nice. Like maybe that was a little severe, but, uh, but it's a, it's a, like, it's kind of nice. Like I learned from that. Like if I can, can survive for a weekend in New York with nothing but the stuff in my pockets, like, you know, packing light is not a problem for anything. Well, you don't need to have, uh, change your jeans every day. No. Like, I usually change my jeans, like... You don't need to carry like, a ton of shampoo to shampoo your hair every day. I might change my pants, like, once a week if I don't spill any food on them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Know? Me, too. Yeah. Put my clothes on on Monday, wear them through to Friday. But that's one thing that's great about being your own boss. You can wear whatever you friggin' well want. No. But when we travel, like, when I travel with these gals, they'll all have, a, like, a big bag of luggage. I'll have, like, a little purse with nothing much in it, but a toothbrush, <laughs> toothpaste. Well, that's one thing I think is kind of weird, actually, is another thing I didn't really realize till I was just, like, at a thrift store. And I kind of exhausted the, uh, just the, the man side of the stuff. So I, I drifted over to uh, the girls' t-shirt section, and there was actually some kind of cool t-shirts, but most t-shirts, they stop at, like, my belly button, like, I just couldn't wear them, <laughs> you know? They would have fit, except they're just not long enough. Uh, but then I remember I grabbed a pair of women's jeans and like, let me just try them because I couldn't find any that fit me on the men's side because that's like the worst thing at thrift stores is trying to find pants that fit. And I kind of gave up eventually. I was just like, it's better for me to just buy pants for real. But, uh, but I didn't realize until I got these things that like the, the little front pockets are like ornamental pockets kind of. Oh yes, they are. Like almost nothing will fit in them. And I just feel like that. And then I guess dresses and stuff don't have pockets at all. So then that leads to the necessity of having a purse. And then once yeah. you got a purse, you might as well just load it full of every fucking thing in the world. <laughs> like and the bigger weird. the purse, the more crap you drag around with you. Yeah, like it's almost like a little self-fulfilling prophecy in a way. It's like if you just had some pockets, maybe that would solve some of these issues. <laughs> yeah, like that's, gonna, that's always a problem for me when the weather gets warm. Like in the wintertime, I never carry a purse because I carry all my junk in my pockets. Right. 
because um, you've got pockets inside your vest, and that's what I like about men's jackets. They've got pockets inside the vest, like the top. There's pockets. There's pockets all over the place. Yeah, we got to get, get stuff done. We need them pockets. <laughs> but when summer comes, um, yeah, and you're you're a woman, yeah, you've got no pockets, and you can't wear all that your heavy winter coat with all the pockets in it. You die of the heat, so you've got to carry a purse, and that's a pain in the friggin' rear end. Well, that's the other thing I learned too with. Uh, with these, it's too bad these, uh, this one test pair of like women's jeans that I bought, it fit great. I was like, oh, these are going to be awesome. But then I realized they had like a great big area for like a butt. That's <laughs> just, just too big. And I was like, oh, I butt no area at all in the front. I was like, oh yeah, okay, well, this isn't going to work, but it was worth, you know, $4 to try it out or whatever. But that is one thing I, I don't know, I got to, uh, I got to hit up some more stores and find some more cool t-shirts because uh, now that summer has hit, I do have to change my t-shirts constantly because everything's hot and sweaty. Is it uh, like spring there yet? Do you guys still have snow? Well, uh, no, the snow finally is gone. We've got little buds on the trees, but they're certainly not in full bloom yet. Actually, everything just kind of burst open. Last weekend, it was warm for the first time, but it's chilled down this week. We're down to two and three degrees. But this weekend, we're supposed to be going up again to 14, 15, so <clears throat> we'll get a lot of growth this, starting this weekend. But it's not been that warm. I'm still wearing my winter jacket to work in the morning at 6 o'clock. But, but coming home at night, it, you just carry it home. It's too hot to wear it. But it certainly is not a heat wave here yet. Yeah, I was just kind of curious because, uh, yeah, like it got uh, the snow went away so fast here, and then I had to kind of keep reminding myself, like, oh, yeah, it's uh, only only in Toronto. Not like that in the rest of Canada, but I guess, yeah, finally. Finally, spring is here in mid-May, about time. Yeah, you can't really count on midway on, on spring here until the long weekend. Man, that is something, too. Like, I still just, ooh, I think I've said this, too, but I really, man, I just don't think I can do another winter in that stupid, shitty basement. <laughs> like, I still don't have any particular plans, but it's like, oh, man, I just, I really can't do that. I don't know, I'm starting to think, even though my you know my big moving away last uh year didn't work out maybe i think maybe i've sorted out my stuff got my kumbayayas out whatever <laughs> spent a dark cold basement winter figuring out you know my own brain a little bit i think maybe maybe this time because uh, uh i don't know like anywhere you go in canada that's the problem there's no escape like even vancouver it's still dark and miserable but at least I would better be, weather than here though I, I I don't know maybe it depends like I really think uh I think I have like seasonal affective disorder on some level like just the amount that the su the sun helps is like undeniable and Vancouver has no sun like it has way less sun than yeah but we've had like two miserable winters of huge amounts of snow right yeah, so, I mean, that's the trade. So, I mean, Vancouver doesn't have the snow, but, but like, literally no sun. Like, and I'm not exaggerating. There's none sometimes for, like, weeks. So that that arguably is worse, depending on your, your uh, uh, you know, disposition or whatever. You see, if you're one of those people that's affected by that lack of, lack of bright sun, and there are people that are, yeah, that's kind of a bummer. But, see, that wouldn't bother me at all. Yeah. I could, I think, how would I know? I've never tried it, but I think I could live there without too much difficulty. Yeah, and no, I think you get enough of a taste of it. If, if like, Canadian winters don't do it, like, 
then yeah, you'd probably be fine. Because we get so little sun, it's kind of a test run <laughs> for like that, that type of thing. I remember though, like, because I never really heard of that stuff until I think it was Bridget. You know, I have so many cousins. Yeah, but apparently the McAleenan girls suffered from it. They yeah. went and got special lights. Well, yeah, yeah, like there's like these vitamin D lights. And that's a, it is totally a thing where, because uh, the story I heard was like that she had to sit by a window and stuff. And, uh, and yeah, that really does help. Like if I get up in the winter, get up early and just like sit by a window for most of the day, <laughs> like it really does help a lot. I definitely, yeah, there's no question. It definitely affects stuff for me in some level. Yeah, I remember this one day in Vancouver. Like, it's weird to think back to these things now, where uh, it was after me and Erica had broken up already, so I was kind of down in the dumps about that, but we were still, like, friends and stuff because I was hanging out with her this night, and it was all rainy and dark, and I hadn't seen the sun in forever, and I just remember, like, I was in just the most least fun person to hang out with. And I even remember at the time thinking, like, man, how did Vancouver go from this exciting, fun place to, like, like, just look at this place. This sucks. I hate everything about this place. <laughs> and I remember her just being kind of like, dude, will you fucking get over it? Like, what are you even talking about? Nothing you're saying is even making sense right now. And when I look back, I'm like, oh, that's probably because it was rainy for three fucking weeks. <laughs> you know? And I just didn't know what to do with myself. It's nice at least just to know. You know, like, if you at least know about these things, you can kind of regulate yourself or get special lights or do something. But when you don't know, it's, like, way worse because then you're just... Yeah, you at the mercy. Don't know what's wrong. Yeah, yeah, and it's totally like looking back. I'm like, wow, definitely. I think that was what was happening that day, and probably most of that winter, because that was like the psycho winter. That was like 2006. It was the darkest winter on record in something like the past 30 years. Like it was crazy. They have this thing they call uh, in BC no measurable level of sunshine, and it's where like things don't cast a shadow. Like if, you know, you see a stop sign or something, like it doesn't cast a shadow in any direction because any sun that there is is just diffused through this haze. And it was like that for like 28 days out of the month or something. It was unbelievable. Yeah, that might kind of get you down. Yeah, it's it's a nightmare. It's not how human beings are supposed to live. That's like, that's the problem, right, with Canada. Is like Canada is definitely one of the top countries like it's it's def it's like america without all the the horrible problems america has and a lot of the benefits but the weather is just you just can't escape it like that's why nobody lives here because <laughs> it's it's crazy bad but i mean i think it's worth it overall but but yeah so this winter i don't know see that's that's the main crossroads i see in the future is i'm just like oh, i just don't want to be miserable like that again i gotta figure something out well, you could go to Newfoundland and find out what it's really like on the other side of the country. Yeah. We got one shitload of snow this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who knows? Who knows? And I do still know a few people from from Vancouver. That uh, movie theater I used to work at just had its 10th anniversary. Somebody on Facebook mentioned somebody I used to work there with. Because uh, the reason they knew is because the door code to get in the front door was the date that the movie theater opened. So that's how she remembered when the date was. But anyway, I'm clearly just kind of rambling about the weather and fucking bullshit. <laughs> but, but yeah, still, I'm still a little dragon from this cold and stuff, so maybe I'll just... But if you don't like the basement, though, you should at least decide if you're going to stay in Toronto that you look around and see if there's something else. Yeah, I should start making moves, so... Maybe some little room in more central Toronto that's up, you know, at least on an upper level. 
yeah, I feel like if I'm gonna, yeah, if I'm gonna make a move, like, it would be a lot cooler to, to go somewhere, but again, I guess, I don't know, we'll see, like, I really, but then what, what if I move and it really does suck, but then, then I could just move back again, whatever. Yeah, yeah, you've been down that road before, so. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I got a better grip on things than, than I did eight months ago or whenever that was before. It was nice to like, yeah, like boomerang back to Toronto and kind of reinforce like, oh yeah, okay, here's all the cool stuff about Toronto, but, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully it'll all just, uh, I'll wake up one day with a bolt of lightning from the heavens and I'll know everything that I should do. (laughs) That's how it works, right? But for this week, since I'm just kind of getting over being sick, I put a moratorium on using my brains. And we still got a half hour of podcast out of me being brainless, so that's not so bad. And since I drank a great big Pepsi, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to brave the washroom again. <laughs> See <how> okay. <laughs> well, we should probably sign off then. Yeah, nobody uh, nobody came through to uh, clean the floors this time, so maybe it's not a thing that happens all the time. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I'm totally just rambling. So I guess I'll talk to you next Thursday. Okay. Okay, have a good night. And you too. Okay, bye. Bye Bye-bye.